The Biden administration offers additional aid to states during the Medicaid redetermination process. A new study finds that Medicare Advantage overpayments could exceed $75 billion this year. And Walmart is partnering with Simple Health Kit to bring more at-home diagnostic tests to the market. It's Thursday, June 15th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The Department of Health and Human Services says it will provide additional assistance to state Medicaid departments as redeterminations continue in an effort to stem disenrollments due to procedural reasons. In a letter sent to governors across the country, HHS Secretary Javier Becerra wrote that he was deeply concerned over the number of people who have already been removed from Medicaid roles. He also wrote that it is critically important that individuals not lose coverage simply due to administrative processes and called on states to review current flexibilities as well as consider taking up existing and new policy options to protect eligible individuals and families from losing Medicaid coverage. Included in the flexibilities are allowing states to pause removing Medicaid enrollees for procedural reasons in order to allow for targeted outreach, allowing managed care plans to help people complete their renewal forms, and allowing organizations like pharmacies to help beneficiaries re-enroll if they lost coverage due to administrative reasons. So far, more than a million people have been removed from the Medicaid program since states were allowed to begin redeterminations at the beginning of April. Recent analysis from KFF found that a large number of them have been disenrolled due to procedural reasons, such as not completing the renewal process, not because they are deemed ineligible. For example, in both Kansas and Indiana, the share of disenrollments due to procedural reasons was 89%. KFF also recently found that a majority of Medicaid recipients were unaware that states could even begin the redetermination process. There is a wide variation across Across states when it comes to disenrollment rates, ranging from 12% in Nebraska to 73% in Idaho, according to KFF. It should be noted that while all states now have the ability to begin redeterminations, some, like California, New York, and Texas, have not yet begun the process. Overpayments to Medicare Advantage plans could total more than $75 billion this year, according to a new study published Tuesday. Researchers at the University of Southern California Schaefer Center for Health Policy and Economics found that beneficiaries who switched to MA plans from traditional Medicare had lower spending compared to those with similar health risks who remained in fee-for-service. And that between 2006 and 2019, nearly 17 million beneficiaries who switched from fee-for-service Medicare to MA plans had risk scores that were below average. They wrote that this generates overpayments because the capitation amounts paid to MA plans assume that those in traditional Medicare have average expenditures. The researchers write that this pattern of what they call favorable selection effectively doubles earlier overpayment estimates made by the Medicare Payment Advisory Commission, or MedPAC, which ties overpayments to coding intent 
intensity and bonuses tied to star ratings. Medicare Advantage has seen incredible growth since 2007, when only around 19% of eligible Medicare beneficiaries were enrolled in private plans. Now, coverage through MA plans accounts for slightly more than half of all eligible beneficiaries. As of January, more than 30 million seniors had an MA plan. The USC researchers propose two key strategies to improve MA rate setting. The first is to reform the current administered payment approach, either by setting MA rates without regard to their relationship to Medicare fee-for-service rates or by assuring payment rate parity. They said that this could reduce overpayment due to aggressive coding. The other strategy they propose is to fully abandon the current model and implement a true competitive bidding process for MA, which they said would allow market forces to determine how MA plans are compensated. The researchers wrote that without fundamental reform, overpayments to MA plans will continue to grow significantly. Walmart Health recently signed a deal with diagnostic startup Simple Health Kit to sell at-home tests for diabetes, common sexually transmitted infections, and respiratory illnesses. People can buy Simple's tests on Walmart's retail website, with prices ranging from around $50 for its diabetes test, which identifies key markers for type 2 diabetes, to around $100 for its common respiratory wellness test, which tests for influenza A and B, as well as respiratory respiratory syncytial virus. These tests are currently unavailable in New York, New Jersey, and Rhode Island. Through Simple's end-to-end healthcare platform, consumers perform the test at home and send their samples to the company's accredited labs. Consumers receive their results within 24 hours of receipt, and those with abnormal results will be connected to a care provider for free follow-up care. In February, Simple Health Kit raised $8 million in Series A funding led by by venture capital fund Initialized Capital, with investments from Kleiner Perkins, Capor Capital, and Quest Venture Partners, bringing their total funding to date to $12 million. Simple said in a statement that the investment would allow them to expand their portfolio of diagnostic tests. In addition to retailers, the company also partners with pharmacies, public health organizations, and more. Walmart is not the only retailer getting into the at-home test kit market. Last October, CVS Health partnered with San Francisco-based health technology startup IXLayer to offer over-the-counter self-diagnostic tests for consumers. These CVS-branded kits allow consumers to test for vitamin D levels, Lyme disease, and sexually transmitted infections, including HIV. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare Podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.